Relevant Radio is listener-supported radio. Talk radio for Catholic life. Welcome to our Fall Pledge Drive. Join the family. Yeah, join the family. Welcome to the Inner Life. We'd always like for you to be part of the Inner Life family and the Relevant Radio family as well. During our Pledge Drives, we like to start each hour with a memorari. So please join me in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, my name is Patrick Conley. Thanks for joining us on The Inner Life today here during our Fall Pledge Drive week. You know, one thing I've noticed as I've hosted the show is how many times the vice of pride comes up as our chief opponent in developing our relationship with the Lord. And I guess that's no surprise, right? Scripture itself indicates that pride is the beginning of sin, and that idea is defended by such theological giants as St. Augustine and St. Thomas Aquinas. On the flip side of pride, of course, is the virtue of humility. St. John Chrysostom is credited with saying, Humility is the root, mother, nurse, foundation, and bond of all virtue. Today on the program, we're exploring the virtue of humility. How have you combated pride in your life and grown in humility? Maybe you have a question about how to approach a situation you're currently facing with humility. Call in and join the conversation at our toll-free studio line, 888-914-9149, sponsored by the Catholic Order of Foresters, 888-914-9149. Leading our discussion today is our spiritual director, Father Rob Kroll. Father Kroll is a Jesuit priest and the director of spiritual formation at St. Francis de Sales Seminary in Milwaukee. Good morning, Father. Glad you could be with us today. Yeah, good morning, Patrick. Good to be with you and all of our listeners today. Well, let's start with the bad news, shall we? I mean, let's talk a little bit about pride here. And I mean, if pride is really at the heart of all sin, I would imagine we're going to find it in the very first sin. So can we go all the way back to Genesis chapter 3, take a look at the fall? Where do we see pride in the original sin, Father? Yeah, Yeah, there's a reason why we call it kind of the deadliest of the deadly sins, because it it is kind of that root of so many other sins. And I think, uh, you know, when we read Genesis, um, sometimes we might think that the problem was that Adam and Eve um, desired wisdom, you know, or or that somehow God was holding out on them. It's like you can eat from all these trees of the garden, but this one tree, you know, you can't touch it. And it's not that God doesn't want us to be wise or to be great. He actually wants us to be great saints. The problem with Adam and Eve is they tried to achieve um, that that wisdom on their own terms. They, they, you know, very blatantly didn't trust God. They, they listened to the voice of the serpent, and I'm sure in the course of our program we can talk about maybe the influence uh, that our spiritual enemy has in all of this. But um, yeah, basically they, they thought that God was somehow maybe holding out on them, and they didn't really trust that he had their interests at heart, and that he would only want their full flourishing and their holiness. And so I think the problem is that they, uh, yeah, basically try to uh, take things literally into their own hands. They try to mm-hmm. kind of have life on their own terms and they don't respect kind of the order 
that God has established and don't trust that um, his will is really uh, uh, the best path for them. So I think, you know, we're tempted in our own way to to do the same thing. I mean, that's kind of in the story of, of the human race. Yeah, yeah, it certainly is that I know better than God about this specific thing. Um, What'll, Mm -hmm. yeah, what'll get me to where I want to be, and so it's it's setting our own goals and then setting our own means by which to achieve them. It seems to me is is at the root of a lot of pride there. Yeah. Well, then, what is humility then, and how how does humility? Not just uh, not just an antidote for pride, but uh, how does it battle against pride? And and uh, yeah, where do we where do we come across our idea of humility uh-huh. from the script in the scriptures as well? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think looking at the etymology of a word is always helpful. And so the word humility in its origin and in its root meaning, it, it like hum, we think about hummus. Uh, it, it's something related to the earth, to to the soil, to being uh, you know grounded in reality. And so to be humble is not the same as humiliation. It's not saying that I'm worthless or, you know, putting myself down all the time, but it's saying that I have to live in reality. I have to live in the truth. Uh, That's what Teresa of Avila actually um, talked about when she talked about uh, humility. It means living in the truth. And the truth is that I am a very exalted creature, if I can put it that way. We're, We're sons and daughters of God were created in his image and likeness. And that gives us an awesome dignity above really all the rest of creation. But the reason why um, that doesn't have to lead to pride is because we recognize that everything that we are and everything that we have comes ultimately as a gift from God. Um, Mm -hmm. It's because of his grace, because of his initiative that I even exist, that I have all of the gifts and talents that I have, all the abilities. Now, yes, I, I cooperate with that grace. I have to um, employ my own freedom. Um, and that's, you know, that's the great blessing and curse of our life, isn't it? I mean, the, the other creatures, the, uh, the plants and the animals and the stars and the sun, they all praise God just by being what they are and following their nature and their instinct. Um, you know, we, we are given the great gift of freedom, which which by which we can love because we have to freely choose to love, but we can also abuse that freedom. And as we were saying with Adam and Eve, we can choose against God's plan. We can choose to turn our backs on him. And then in a sense, we fall below the beasts. We become beastly ourselves and we see all the evil, you know, that we've seen throughout human history since the fall as a result. So I think, I think humility is really just saying, I'm, I'm this, person called to be a saint, a great saint, but that's only going to be possible because of God's action and his gifts. And I'm, I'm in a, in a posture of receptivity and welcoming what he wants to do in me. Yeah. Yeah. And so would you say that at least initially it's humility has to begin with that right, right vision of the right ordering of things that, you know, they're, that I am human, I am a crea- creation of God, a, a very dignified creation of God, just by mm-hmm. the way that we're created, but uh, recognizing that I am not God either, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. You know, that there's an infinite gap between myself and God. I mean, sure. in whatever quality we want to compare ourselves, yeah, God is infinitely greater, more powerful, wiser, all that, more perfect. But again, that, that isn't meant to be a source then of just shame and, and, and self-berating, but it's saying that I, I am created in his image and likeness. And so 
I share, I mean, ultimately we're called to be um, participating in the very life of God and, yeah. and uh, we're called to be great saints. Yeah. yeah. But it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's that we, we can't do it on our own terms and we, it, you know, we have to get away from a self-reliance and really say, I, I'm totally dependent on God for everything. Hmm. Yeah, our spiritual director today, Father Rob Kroll, some great words on humility, which is our focus on the show today. Are there are places in your life where you struggle with pride, or has there been a place maybe you've over you've been able to overcome pride, or you've seen humility come through? We'd love to hear the story. Give us a call at triple eight nine one four nine one four nine again eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine. Maybe humility has helped you in a certain way, or you have a question for our spiritual director, Father Rob Kroll, about how you can approach a given situation with humility. Again, 888-914-9149, or send us an email, innerlife at relevantradio.com. We're going to head into our first break, and here's a little word from Father Rocky, Executive Director of Relevant Radio. Hi, this is Father Rocky, Head of Relevant Radio, and it's day one of our Join the Family Fall Pledge Drive. Help us get off to a great start by giving a financial gift online at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. This hour, we have a 100% dollar-for-dollar match. Awesome. I love Christmas and have many Christmas ornaments that I absolutely treasure. Today, during our Join the Family Pledge Drive, for a donation of $20 a month, our gift to you is an olive wood bell nativity Christmas ornament. It's made of authentic Bethlehem olive wood and is a shining star and manger scene telling the eternal story of the Holy Family. The Olivewood Bell Christmas Ornament is only available today for a donation of $20 a month to Relevant Radio. Get yours now before they're gone at RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or by calling 877-291-0123. Dan, they are going fast. Rich in Oaklawn, Illinois, taking advantage of the $20 a month gift. Annette in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Mary in Grays Lake, Illinois as well. All giving to the amount that will earn them that great thank you gift from Relevant Radio for a limited time only. You can have it today, today only as well. That beautiful hanging olive wood bell nativity Christmas ornament. Look at that online at RelevantRadio.com. Earn it with your gift there or on the phone at 877 dollars $20 a month, $240 for the year today only. Glenn sitting in with Patrick for just a minute. More of the inner life coming up. But first, this opportunity for you to join the family here at Relevant Radio. It's our final pledge drive of the year. Our fall Join the Family Pledge Drive wraps up this Friday. The need's $3 million, so we need each and every hour to be a good and strong one. This great opportunity for you to get your money matched 100% exists for another 47 minutes this hour, too. We invite you to call now and know that your gift not only is matched 100%, but it goes to the same place, does the same good things as if you give it you know, Friday afternoon at 4.30 when Drew is just about out of gas, having given it his all. You know, take it easy on poor Uncle Drew with a gift now at Irrelevant Radio at 877-291-0123. Or as more and more do give electronically, RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. That match is in place right now, 100%. Also, today only for the $20 a month giving level, level 240 for the year, pretty popular level. That beautiful Christmas ornament made out of olive wood from the Holy Land is yours. Great reason to give, Patrick. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I want to support that idea of giving online as well. I mean, there's some there's some great things that are going on. Obviously, at Relevant Radios, we seek to bring Christ to the media, Christ to the world through the media. Well, we're bringing it to the media as well. But why not use some of that media to help support Relevant Radio and join the family? 
It's uh, relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Giving online is simple. And not only if you give it that $240 a year level will you get that wonderful uh, wonderful Christmas ornament bell with a nativity set inside of it, um, made out of olive wood from the Holy Land. Something you really want to want to take advantage of that here today, and that's today only. But you also get an exclusive free gift for any amount of donation that's given online. You get a brand new MP3 from Father Rocky himself: How to Have a Wonderful Christmas: Ten Ways to Prepare for the Coming of Christ. And that will just pop up right in your email right after you donate. So give it give it online, relevantradio.com, relevant radio app. Or you can always call 877-291-0123. It's 877-291-0123. Let me mention it again. Today only, a hanging olive wood bell nativity Christmas ornament is our premium at the $240 a year level. So take advantage of that. RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, 877-291-0123, and support all of your favorite Relevant Radio shows and join the family. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. <laughs> I love the song. I really do. I'm, uh, I never can honestly sing it. I don't know that anybody can. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe our Lord or our Lady, right? Uh, when you're perfect in every way. We're talking today on The Inner Life about humility. So thanks to Nick Sendovich for that, our producer, for setting up that song for us on a rejoin. Father Rob Kroll uh, from the St. Francis de Sales Seminary in Milwaukee is our spiritual director today. And Father, before the break there, we were talking about humility and just seeing the way uh, that humility is is a, a right perspective of who we are mm-hmm. and who God right. is. Yeah. Well, let's go back I, I, to the... Yeah, the way I might put it, sorry. I was going to say, that, just to summarize that one, maybe the, the phrase that I like is, is humility is an accurate view of myself before God and others, as opposed to a negative view of myself. You know, it's, right. it's again, living in the truth. So it, it doesn't, you know, so often, yeah, we associate humility with, with, um, you know, low self-esteem or something like that. And, and it's not that at all. It's just, it's just having a really accurate uh, view of who I am uh, as God has made me. And yeah. So anyway, I think that's an important okay. point. But Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, living out or starting to cultivate humility in our lives, Father, I mean, um, it's it's not something that just uh, comes automatically, right? It's something that we need to be intentionally focused on. Oh, very much so. Yeah, I think, you know, even even in our fallen state, we, we are still prone to pride and, and to putting ourselves always at the center of the universe, you know, and, and especially in our culture, which is, you know, at least our, our American culture, which is very competitive and people tend to measure their self-worth by, you know, their bank account or by their achievements. Uh, um, you know, humility is really very countercultural in that sense. And I think it always has been. Um, and again, just to be clear, it's not about not striving for greatness. Uh, you know, I love this quote. If I can, if I can just, you know, we, we talk about the lives of the saints and I'm sure we'll talk about some biblical figures that, that are good models of humility. You know, mm-hmm. one of them for me is um, St. Therese of Lisieux and the Holy Father, uh, Pope Francis just recently published a uh, a letter, actually an apostolic exhortation on the 150th anniversary of her birth, and and in there he quotes her as saying this. Um, she says, "I always feel, however, the same bold confidence of becoming a great saint, because I don't count on my merits, since I have none, but I trust in Him who is virtue and holiness. God alone," says says Saint Therese 
God alone, content with my weak efforts, will raise me to himself and make me a saint, clothing me in his infinite merits. Mm. So what's so beautiful about that statement is, on the one hand, she's saying, I, I want to be a saint, and I'm called to be a saint, and God's going to make me a great saint. But again, God's going to do it. And, and she recognizes in the same breath her own weakness and that she has no merits of her own. So if we can hold that paradox, I think we're safe, you know, yeah. and we avoid the extremes of pride or, or you know, a false humility or, or a self-condemnation. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a very, very... Uh, Good reminder and a, a good thing mm-hmm. to to bear in mind as we're seeking to grow in humility. What are some of the What are some of the practical ways, maybe, Father, that we start to we start to really mm-hmm. see the virtue of humility really come out in our lives? Well, I think one thing would be prayer. You know, that in prayer, what do I do? I go before the living God, uh, as we heard yesterday in Psalm one thirty one, the responsorial Psalm at at uh, at Sunday Mass yesterday. You know, I, I, I still my soul like a weaned child on its mother's lap, you know, and, and that psalm begins, I don't have it right in front of me, but basically saying, you know, I don't, um, you know, my eyes are not haughty and I'm not searching for things too great for me. So I think uh, prayer is a place where we acknowledge our, our littleness, our smallness, our poverty before God. So if we're not praying, it's going to be harder to be humble. Um, I also think specifically um, a, a form of prayer where we're thanking God and praising God often is important. Um, we Jesuits often talk about this examine prayer, this um, uh, evening review of our day, where we look over the day and we, we look for opportunities to, to praise God and to express gratitude for his blessings. So the more that I recognize that I'm indebted to God for everything, I mean, for my very existence, for the body I have, the brain I have, you know, all the qualities of my personality and character, all the relationships, you know, anything that I do, it's all ultimately because of God uh, doing it in and through me. So, so I think prayer, prayer is huge. Um, I think too, you know, if I can maybe talk about a little bit of profile, I think, you know, we can, we can define humility, but I think we know humble people when we encounter them. And so maybe talking about some, qualities that make up a humble person or what the profile looks like. You know, I I think a humble person is someone who can laugh at themselves, for example. They don't take themselves too seriously. Um, When they have foibles or make a mistake, you know, it doesn't totally throw them out of whack because they're they're able to accept a certain, you know, poverty or certain limitations that they can make mistakes. Um, You know, rejoicing in other people's successes, right? That I'm not envious of other people, but I can actually praise God for the goodness that he displays in other people. That's a sign of humility. Um, I think somebody who's humble is also willing to ask for help when they need it. You know, I think about, you know, maybe some of our listeners are in a 12-step group and they reached a point where maybe they were kind of humiliated because of some addiction or something, but, but authentic humility led them to say, I need some help. And they turned to family and friends and maybe a 12-step group. Um, you know, humble people tend to also be the type of people that can speak the truth freely. Uh, they're not people pleasers in the extreme, but, but they, can, they can say a hard truth because they're secure in who they are, and, and they know that that truth is spoken out of love. Uh, for to really help somebody else grow and become the saint that God created them to be. So, you know, that, that sounds kind of counterintuitive. You think of a humble person as somebody who's never willing to offend or speak a hard truth, but 
Think about John the Baptist, for example. I mean, I must increase, or uh, he must increase, I must decrease, and all the, I'm not worthy to untie his sandal strap. But John was very uh, bold and very um, strong in his language to the, uh, you know, people of his time, because he he wanted to wake them up. He was really concerned about their salvation. So he was so self-forgetful, he didn't really care what other people thought about him, because he he knew who he was. He knew he wasn't the Messiah. He knew compared to Jesus, he was nothing. But even Jesus says, you know, there's been nobody greater born of woman than John the Baptist. So he's a great saint. So there it is again, that, that combination of great holiness and dignity, but also incredible humility because he knows it all comes from God. Yeah, very good. Let's go to the phones. Here's the best example of that. Okay. Well, and I think that's what we're going to have right now. Joe is calling in from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Joe, welcome to the Inner Life. Well, thank you. Uh, I think that uh, the greatest example we have of what you're talking about is the Blessed Virgin Mary. And I don't know why we don't hear more about her, uh, because she is definitely the most humble and yet the most exalted of all human beings. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah, no, Joe, I was just about to talk about her when, when you called, I guess. So uh, we're, I guess, great minds think alike, as they say. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and of course, if our minds are great, it's only because of God's gift, right? We're not, we're not claiming yeah. credit for ourselves. No, you're absolutely right, Joe. I mean, there's no greater, after our Lord, there's no greater model of humility. And that's expressed so beautifully in the Magnificat. You know, Mary recognizes her unworthiness, um, again, uh, in herself, uh, you know, but, but, it's because of God's grace that she's sinless. It's because of God's grace that she's able to be called the mother of God and, and um, be given this exalted role in salvation. But again, she attributes nothing of it to herself, and that's, that's the sign of her great humility. So, um, yeah, we, we can never tire of meditating on the life of, of uh, our, our Lady. Mm. And just thinking about... Uh thinking about our Lord too, who in that great Philippians hymn from Philippians chapter two, that mm-hmm. he did not consider equality with God, something to be grasped, uh, but rather emptied yeah. himself. That mm-hmm. self emptying, um, that's something that's we can and should emulate as well. Yeah. Oh, completely. Yeah. And I think it's another great sign of a humble person, you know, a person who uh, is always on the lookout to help other people and to serve them and lives a life of great self, sacrifice and self-donation. Um, so yeah, Patrick, that's a huge hallmark of humility is that is that both the desire and the ability to, uh, you know, give oneself away uh, in love, you know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's funny, I don't, I, I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but maybe because I said give oneself away. I'm thinking of, that. remember that book, The Giving Tree by, uh, uh, yeah. the famous book, you know, that's just kind of a children's book, but it, there's that yeah. tree that that, that, you know, the kid comes along and wants uh, the apples and then eventually, you know, wants to uh, use more and more of the tree to, to, as, he, as he becomes an adult and then an old man just wants to sit on the stump. And so this, this tree is sort of like self-sacrificing to the extreme. You know, it gives, gives itself away to the boy and then the man out of, out of real love for him. So I think that, that's, that's what humility does. You know, it, it's self-effacing. And uh, doesn't want to be in the limelight, but just wants to really give give oneself away in love. Mm-hmm. 
We are talking about humility today on The Inner Life. And uh, if you have any specific questions about how you can face your situation that you're facing with humility, maybe you have an example of how humility has played a definite role in your own spiritual life, give us a call at 888-914-9149. Over to Glenn now to tell us a little bit more about joining the family. We'll be right back. When you talk about humility, how about uh, the creator of the universe coming in the form of Mm. an infant to be our savior? We're going to celebrate that today with a thank you gift in the Relevant Radio. Join the Family Fall Pledge Drive. That's right. It's our final pledge drive of the year, inviting you to dial up 877-291-0123 or go online and make a pledge at RelevantRadio.com or on the mobile app. If you give it the $20 a month level today and today only, we've got this beautiful thank you premium It's a hanging olive wood bell nativity Christmas ornament made out of olive wood from the Holy Land. Great way to support Christians in the Holy Land who are really going through it right now. But it's tough in uh, normal times there as well to make a living. But uh, you support the work when you help to give to Relevant Radio and support the work of Relevant Radio, that work of building up the church, letting Christ in his kingdom be known. Our job, it's our mission here at Relevant Radio, bringing Christ to the world through the media. Won't you join that mission with us? Join the family at 877-291-0123 online at relevantradio.com or on the mobile app as well. Everything matched, by the way, to 100% the rest of this hour. It's a partnership challenge hour, 32 minutes left to go. A limited number, again, of those Christmas ornaments, though. We, uh, let's see, have uh, only a little less than 500 to go through the rest of the day. And so it's important that we hear from you now as uh, these are flying out the door right now. Uh, We've got uh, Paulino from California, Mary from San Mateo, California, and Walter from my dad's hometown of Painesville, Minnesota, all getting Uh. to the level to earn that great thank you gift. We thank you here at Relevant Radio by keeping on the air and going strong as well. But uh, thanks uh, for giving to Relevant Radio. Be generous now. 877-291-0123. That's uh, that's great, and you know what? It's we're asking, we're asking, we're inviting you to join the family, join the Relevant Radio family. Of course, this is um, for if you're listening to Relevant Radio, then we honor you, we pray for you every day at Relevant Radio. But uh, if you can, why not hop online at relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app, or by calling eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three and help us, help us in that mission of bringing Christ to the world. And it's an international family. Had a gift come in this hour from an anonymous donor in Edinburgh, the United Kingdom, and so oh, oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, isn't that great? I mean, yeah. So where <laughs> are a noise there? Does a noise? Yeah. <laughs> where are our international listeners? We want to hear from you. Yeah, that's fantastic. We'd love to know that the through the app that uh, Relevant Radio is making that impact because our goal, again, our mission here at Relevant Radio is bringing Christ to the world, not just to your city, your town, your state, or to the United States, but also to the world. That's what we want to do. You can help us do that by making a donation at RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or at 877-291-0123, 877-291-0123. And thank you for your generosity. By you. By you. Listener supported. Welcome back to our Join the Family Fall Pledge Drive on Relevant Radio. Welcome back to the Inner Life. We are in the midst of our fall pledge drive. We're kicking it off here on this Monday. And uh, just a reminder again of that exclusive premium at the $240 a year level. Monday is our only day for this, a hanging olive wood bell nativity Christmas ornament. You can make your donation at relevantradio.com on the Relevant Radio app or by calling 877-291-0123. 
I'm Patrick Conley. My thanks to Nick Sentovich, our producer, and Thomas Engeser taking your phone calls. And our spiritual director is Father Rob Kroll. He is a Jesuit priest and the, spiritual, and the director of spiritual formation at St. Francis de Sales Seminary in Milwaukee. Father, we're talking about humility today, and there's, uh, again, just untold depths that we could be exploring throughout the program much longer than an hour would give us. But um, it, I believe that uh, your, as a, as a Jesuit, your, your founder, St. Ignatius, might have a few things to say about humility as well. Am I right? Yes. Uh, I mean, his own life uh, is an example of a movement from pride to humility. Uh, as a younger man, he was very vain and uh, sought the glory and honor of the world instead of God. And uh, he was a military man, and, and uh, it was really after he was injured in battle and had a time of convalescence where he started reading the lives of the saints and the life of Christ that he underwent uh, kind of a profound conversion. So his own life is instructive, but he also wrote the spiritual exercises, as I'm sure many of our listeners are aware of. And there's a mm-hmm. famous meditation in that retreat called the Two Standards, and standard here is, refer- is referencing an actual flag, um, not like a standard of excellence, but like uh, a flag that's used in a military battle to kind of keep the troops united and rally the troops. And so he okay. talks about yeah. the standard of Christ and the standard of Satan. And, and it's very, I think it's a very, it could be a very helpful meditation for our listeners to uh, look up because he basically says that Satan's strategy is to, first of all, get a person enamored with riches, and that that often is material wealth, but it could also be accolades or various kinds of riches, rich in my education, rich in my, you know, my gifts and talents. But from those riches, in whatever form they take, comes then a natural honor. The world tends to flatter us and and, uh, honor us because of our wealth or whatever, and then that can lead, in the end, to a surging pride, like, you know, just again, I'm, I'm so great and the world loves me and falls mm-hmm. down at my feet. Whereas Christ's strategy is just the opposite. So Christ himself lived, lived this and he encourages his followers to adopt uh, a certain poverty. And again, that could be material, not, it's not destitution, but it's just a more simplified life. And then, you know, poverty brings with it in the world's eyes, more of a contemptuous attitude. You know, the poor tend to be overlooked. They tend to be invisible, even denigrated. And then yeah. out of that comes then a genuine humility. Um, so anyway, just, just another, maybe a, a form of prayer that could be uh, instructive and, and, and yeah. helpful. Yeah, so, absolutely, Father. Thank you for mm-hmm. that. Let's go back to the phones. Mary Margaret calling in from Michigan now. Mary Margaret, welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for calling in. Yes. Hi. I um I struggle with that. Unfortunately, I'll all people do, and there are times where I let God, okay, and I ask Him to just take over, and but I struggle with that. I think I'm doing His will, but then I don't, and that's with humility. Uh, so I don't know if I'm I'm abusing that grace or if I'm accepting it. Yeah, it's it's a little hard, maybe, Margaret Mary, in the abstract to respond. You know, I mean, it'd be helpful if we could obviously have a, a you know a longer conversation and kind of discern together what specific uh, examples you might be thinking of. But I think in general, humility, you, you mentioned something really important. I think for us as Christians, humility involves an attitude of obedience. I mean, obviously, obe- obedience to God himself, to his will in our life. 
but also that obedience gets mediated. Like for me as a Jesuit, I'm obedient to my religious superiors. So it's only because my provincial allows me to stay at this seminary that I'm ministering here. He might have a new assignment for me, and I have to be willing to pull up my tent stakes and move on. Um, there's a humility that we all have as Catholics to the Church. To the, you know, we believe that the Church uh, speaks for Christ. That the teachings of the Church, you know, we might wrestle with some of them, but ultimately we're called to obey them, and and that God's will is found in them, is revealed through them. Um, I think there's a certain way in which spouses, you know, there's an obedience that we give to one another in a marriage, too. We try to, you know, like um, kind of your will be done kind of thing, too, or your will is my command, that kind of thing. You know, we try to be um, obedient to serving the other in love. So obedience can take various forms depending on our state of life. But I want to support you in trying to discern, you know, what God's will is now. Sometimes that's clear, sometimes it's murky, and it takes the help of others, right? So part of humility means maybe I don't see God's will very clearly, but I can talk with my spiritual director, I can talk with a con- confessor, I can talk with uh, you know, some holy friends of mine and try to get their uh, angle on what's happening, and maybe they can shed light on God's will. Mm. Um, so I don't know if that's helpful, but I think, uh, yeah, uh, humility does—humility and obedience, I think, are very— much uh, a tandem reality. I'm glad you brought that up, Father. And a lot of times, especially when that obedience to God is mediated through human agency, which you were just uh, referring to for all of us, not just for those of you, those who are in religious orders and know that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, but uh, it actually rings true with an email that came in from Carmen listening to Florida. And she said, her question is, would you say that she's thinking back in our discussion about the original sin from Adam and Eve, that uh, maybe at the base of that is a loss of trust and perhaps doubt, because uh, that's one of the things that's kind of hard to do when it comes to obedience sometimes, is trusting that the person, even in legitimate authority over me, has my has my best in mind, is, you know, mm-hmm. knows what he or she is talking about, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. So how does trust play in with humility? Yeah, I think it's really crucial. And, and, you know, early in the program, you know, we did mention, I think, that um, one, of the, yeah, one of the problems for Adam and Eve is they didn't really trust God. They didn't maybe trust, first of all, that he was wise enough, uh, perhaps, to, to know, you know, to know everything and to be able to, to be this perfect guide, but also not trusting maybe that he really uh, wanted their what was best for them. So there's kind yeah. of two levels of trust there, you know, like as we think about the church, for example, I mean, do we trust first of all that God actually, you know, gives uh, divine inspiration to our shepherds and that, you know, the definitive teachings, the, the essential teaching of the church are true because they're revealed by God. And so there's a wisdom there, but also that the church, you know, can we trust, you know, that the church really wants all of us to flourish and has our best interests at heart. So Mm -hmm. there's kind of both the level of just wisdom and truth, and then the the level of uh, does this person or this institution really care about me and want want me to be fully happy? So, yeah, I think think trust is essential if if we're going to be able to obey, especially when it's difficult. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mary Margaret, thank you for the phone call. Carmen, thank you for the email. We're talking about humility today with our spiritual director, Father Rob Kroll. If you have a question about humility or an observation to make or 
maybe a testimony about humili- how humility has really gotten you through um, and helped you to combat trust or <laughs> combat trust. Yeah, combat pride in your life. Give us a call at 888 Again, 888-914-9149. Our email address, if you'd prefer, is innerlife at relevantradio.com. We're going to take another short break, but we're, we've uh, got much more to come on the inner life. And we'd appreciate it if you can stick around, you know, as we're bringing Christ to the world through the media. We've got a miracle moment and just expressing, yeah, what, what God is doing in and through the ministry of Relevant Radio. So let's take a listen to that. Changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another Relevant Radio miracle moment. An email from Paul Paul says, greetings from Manchester, England. My friend Kevin brought your show to my attention a few months ago, and I enjoy it greatly. I enjoy your presentation and topics. Thank you. But I'm in need of prayer as I am facing sight loss. My vision's been poor for years, and it seems like it's getting worse. My sight loss has massively affected my confidence and now threatens my career. Praise God, though, I want to let you know through that I converted to Catholicism last year. So my spiritual sight is stronger than it has ever been but i value all of the prayers from your listeners and we'll do that we're one family here whether we're separated by distance it doesn't matter god's going to hear our prayers this miracle moment was brought to you by you make a tax deductible donation now to support our mission at relevantradio.com or on the relevant radio app Love to hear those miracle moments. Let's make some more together right now on the phones at 877-291-0123. Or as more and more to each pledge drive, give electronically at relevantradio.com. Also, the Relevant Radio app. Great ways to listen to. Great ways to check out that thank you gift for today only. When you give it the $20 a month level, $240 for the year, we've got this beautiful olive wood Christmas ornaments. It's uh, bell-shaped with uh, the nativity carved right into it. You're going to love that on your tree. A great reminder of how you've helped Relevant Radio not only just to stay on the air, but to spread the faith, to spread the good news, to bring Christ to the world through the media. That's our mission statement at Relevant Radio. Won't you join the family and join us in that endeavor? Easy to do. The phone's there waiting for you. We'll take your prayer request along with the basic pledge info to 877-291-0123 online at relevantradio.com on the mobile app as well. And you get some great tips on Christmas from Father Rocky, free audio and MP3 form for each and every electronic gift as well. Relevantradio.com or the mobile app. And as if that weren't enough, there's even more. That's right. The fully absorbent uh, Relevant Radio continues to give you great things like an opportunity to get your money matched 100%. That's right. We're working on a partnership challenge hour. 15 minutes left there. 877-291-0123. You know you want to be part of getting us off to a great start on day one of the Join the Family Pledge Drive. Please do your best now. Online at RelevantRadio.com, on the mobile app, or Patrick the phone, 877-291-0123. We've got about $5,300 until we reach uh, the goal of 350000 total raised in our pledge drive so far. And I think that would be a great thing to do before the end of this hour. We've got about uh, about 15 minutes, as Glenn said, left here in this hour. 877 Or, again, give online at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. One of the things I love about the inner life is some of the great spiritual directors, well, all of the great spiritual directors that we have on the program who are giving us sharing of their time generously so that we can we can contemplate everything that they are offering and that i know i have grown in my own spiritual life by listening and hosting the show so if you have to why not give us a why not yeah give us a little thank you gift um 
just, uh, yeah, relevantradio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or 877-291-0123. It's a great way of saying thank you to the family. So as you're joining the family with us today at 877-291-0123. Remember, uh, we've got at uh, the $240 level today only the Hanging Olive Wood Bell Nativity Christmas Ornament. And if you give it the $365 dollar day level, we'll also send you highlights of the Catholic faith by Peter Armenio, regular feature, regular spiritual director here on The Inner Life. So I hope you can give it that level as well, the $365 level and highlights of the Catholic faith. So join the family, RelevantRadio.com. Welcome back to The Inner Life with Patrick Conley. Join the conversation at 888-914-9149. Welcome back to The Inner Life. So great that you're with us. And uh, one of the things I do want to remind you of is that we are in the midst of our novena for the Holy Souls during this month of November. And in this, uh, we're doing a nine-day prayer uh, for the souls of your loved ones who have departed. Of course, you can all you can enter that at relevantradio.com slash souls. Uh, but if you make your pledge during our fall pledge drive here at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app, be sure to click on the banner for the Holy Souls novena and enter the names of your loved ones up to 20 of them and then join us to pray for their souls during mass the chaplet of the divine mercy chaplet and the family rosary across america all right here on relevant radio well we are talking about humility today with our spiritual director father rob kroll and uh father i think another thing that uh, may come up in people's lives and um i know it's it's played a huge role in my life is this prayer called the litany of humility do you want to talk a little bit about that too Sure. It's, uh, yeah, it's kind of become, I think, much more common uh, in recent years. It's a, a prayer that is attributed to Cardinal Mary Duvall. And um, it's, a, it's a difficult prayer to pray. To pray. I have it in my breviary, and uh, occasionally I'll pull it out and, and read through it. And I don't necessarily need to go through uh, all of it, but, uh, but it, it begins, the first part of it is asking the Lord to free us from uh, certain desires, like desires to be esteemed and loved and extolled and honored and praised and so forth. And then it, it moves into um, uh, a second part, uh, delivering, asking the Lord to deliver us from the fear of being humiliated, despised, forgotten, uh, ridiculed, suspected, etc. And right. uh, it, it can, it, I mean, it's, it's very demanding and, and, and you know, uh, on a superficial level, a surface level, it, it can almost seem kind of anti-human, and and yet I think the spirit of it is that we want to be conformed to Christ, who Himself was, you know, not just humble, but was, yeah, like in the eyes of the world, was truly seen as worthless. You know, I mean, went through this, you know, um, rejection time and time again, and. Uh, and then, of course, went through the very humiliating uh, and torturous death that he suffered for us. Um, so it's it's not, again, a death wish, or it's not about uh, denigrating ourselves, but it's just saying, I, I ultimately want to be humble because Christ was humble, and I want to be more and more deeply conformed to him. But the paradox, again, is that in, in becoming, you know, very humble like Christ, uh, I am exalted. I'm exalted by God. I'm, I'm raised up, and uh, and there's a greatness that, that results. Um, but it, it's, yeah, it, I would encourage people if they're not familiar with it to just look, look it up 
litany of humility and, and to begin praying it. it. You know, we talked early in the program about practical helps to humility, and we talked about mm-hmm. prayer and maybe focusing on gratitude. This litany of humility is very helpful. Um, we haven't mentioned yet in the program the practice of confession. You know, I think regular confession yeah, is huge right. for any Catholic, you know, and so if, if you if I only go to confession, you know, very rarely, well, what does that say about my my awareness of my need for God and, and the need for forgiveness and my own sin? And, and so also just pondering from time to time my own creaturehood, my own failings and sins, um, again, not, not in an effort to despair or be overly discouraged, but to marvel at um, the awesomeness of God's saving mercy and uh but but to realize that I need that mercy, I need salvation, um, and that without him I'd be completely lost. Um, I think associating with people who are kind of lowly, too, is important. Do I do I only hang out with kind of the cool crowd and with people who are, you know, maybe especially if I'm of a certain social class or have a certain level of wealth, you know, do I make time in my life to maybe, you know, go down and, and help at a soup kitchen or just uh, spend time, you know, with people that are, uh, in the world's eyes, kind of not very important. Um, so looking for opportunities to, to be present to people that are humble. Um, yeah. So those would be some. Yeah. Things yeah, absolutely. And, uh, going back to the litany of humility for just a moment, mm-hmm. father, I know yeah, that, that, yeah. uh, you said you started up by saying, uh, it's a difficult prayer to pray. It is because there are phrases mm-hmm. in that litany that, uh, man, they cut right to my heart. I know that there are some things oh, that yeah. I really, I do want to, des- or I, I desire, or I do want to be whatever it might be, consulted or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, admired mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And all that, right. Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. It's a powerful prayer, so I, I urge people to to find that. And then just uh, circling back around to confession as well, Father, that mm-hmm. certainly is one of the things that um, can um, really be, regular confession can really be a help in in uh, growing and gaining in humility. And maybe a question that would come up is, well, should I, do I need to go regularly even if I'm not aware of any mortal sins? I mean, is it is it still a recommended practice? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, we don't have to wait until uh, we commit a mortal sin. I think, uh, you know, first of all, you know, I mean, even venial sins, as we grow in holiness, I think we should become you know, there's even a holy detestation of, of minor sin, you know, as we get mm. closer to God, even small sins ought to, uh, you know, bother us in a way. But also the, the sacrament is not only about mercy and God and God's forgiveness of sin, which is, which is obviously primary, but it, but it also is a strengthening sacrament like the Eucharist. It gives us grace to become more virtuous and, and holier. So we don't have to wait, you know, a long time. Um, just going, I, I mean, again, regularly, I guess you can have different definitions of what it means to go regularly. I think at least a, a monthly confession is a good practice for any Catholic. Sure. Uh, many of our seminarians where I work go, uh, you know, maybe every couple of weeks, if not every week. So, yeah. So I think it's a good, a good way of just staying, staying humble in God's eyes. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. as, as we talk about, oh, go ahead, please. Yeah. No, no, go right ahead, Father. Okay. Well, I was thinking too. You know, one of the things I, I, that I read, I read a number of years ago, is uh, apparently um, LBJ. You know, our former president uh, Johnson. Mm-hmm. He he actually had somebody in his office or in his administration that was designated to like criticize him, like like to tell him when he was 
either saying things that were wrong or stupid or, or acted in a certain way. And, and I know that in our Jesuit system, the superior is supposed to have what we call an admonitor who's kind of uh, willing to kind of call him out on things. And I think that, that that's a great practice, you know, maybe to yeah. ask uh, when we're trying to grow in a certain virtue or overcome a certain vice, maybe to have somebody that we're accountable to who can just say, hey, you know, um, you didn't do this so well. And, and so uh, an openness to being critiqued and not being devastated by that, I think that that's a great, very practical practice uh, that, that can help us too. Yeah. Well, very good. Father, this has been a very instructive and constructive uh, conversation that you that we've had and that you've given us some great points. You've talked about prayer and praise, rejoicing in others' successes, going to confession regularly, associating with the lowly, and many other ways that uh, we can grow in humility. We're down to about our last 30 seconds, though, so may I ask you for a blessing, please? Sure. Heavenly Father, we're grateful for this time. We ask you for the grace that we need to grow in the virtue of humility. Uh, Help us to be more grateful for all of your gifts. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon all of our listeners and remain with them forever. Amen. Amen. Father Rob Kroll has been our spiritual director. Now it's time to pick up a conversation with Glenn again. Glenn, welcome back. Well, it's absolutely great to be back here, to be uh, back and inviting folks to join the family here at Relevant Radio. We're planning ahead for Thanksgiving and the holidays, and we're figuring out how many place settings we need and how many chairs we need to dust off and all of that. So it's important that we hear from you today. It's day one of our Join the Family Pledge Drive. Our need by the end of the week is $3 million. That'll keep Relevant Radio going strong for another three more months, helping us to do great things. Kind of part of the report card from last pledge drive. Hello to folks in uh, southern Ohio and northern mm. Kentucky. That's right. We're on the air in Cincinnati and Dayton. Thanks to your support of Relevant Radio. We've got over 200 signals around the country and we get around the globe online at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio mobile app. We couldn't do it without your help and your pledge of support. Great day to do it. Join the family now at 877-291-0123 online at RelevantRadio.com or on the mobile app because today it's 100% match. Five minutes left this hour, partnership challenge hour. So that's good. That makes that money, that $500 gift, be matched with $500. That maybe one-time $10,000 gift, that's right, matched with $10,000. No lower or upper limit for the match. I mean, on the upper side. If it's really big, we'll fix you up. You'll have coffee or probably a steak dinner with Father Rocky and figure things out. But it all works together. (laughs) Your uh, big and small and medium-sized gifts all appreciated. A very popular giving level today includes the $20 a month level, $240 for the year. A lot of folks picking this up because it's a limited number of these and available only today. A hanging olive wood bell nativity Christmas ornament. It's beautiful, and it helps to support the Christians who uh, do the work with the olive wood in the Holy Land. Of course, things very rough over there right now, but even in the best of times, uh, kind of tough for Christians in the Holy Land. So uh, your support of Relevant Radio and our support by giving you uh, that ornament uh, helps the whole equation there. Yours for $20 a month. Look at that online at RelevantRadio.com. Earn it with a gift there or on the app or on the phone at 877-291-0123. And keep that first day momentum going here. Check it off your to-do before you hit the door for lunch list. Won't you do that right now? Please join the family at Relevant Radio, 877-291-0123, the mobile app, or Patrick online at RelevantRadio.com. 
Yeah, and I, I put out the challenge that we could make it to 350000 of total, total raised by the end of this hour, and our listeners are coming through. Thank you, Inner Life listeners. Appreciate that, especially we have Teresa in Hercules, California, giving a gift of $1,000. Thank you so much for that. Jimmy Ooh. taking advantage of, yep, Jimmy and from Fremont, California, taking advantage of the $20 a month, $240 for the year gift, and uh, he will receive the premium of the Hanging Olive Wood Bell Nativity Christmas ornament as well, as well as Anonymous from East Palo Alto, California. Karen from Campbellsport, Wisconsin. Hey, let's hear it for Wisconsin, giving a $600 gift as well. Thank you so much. We've got just over $1,000 left to hit that $350,000 mark uh, by the end of this hour. So it's coming up quick. You can give at RelevantRadio.com, Relevant Radio app, or 877-291-0123. And our total need is $3 million, so we're already over the 10%, but that means we've got a long way to go. And as Glenn was saying, uh, let's not put the pressure on, on Drew uh, on Friday afternoon. Let's get it done now. Let's uh, log on to RelevantRadio.com, pull up the app on your phone, your smartphone or your device, and give then. And uh, you you can then see that see that really pay, pay dividends that you you know that the Lord is using. Gene from Elm Grove, Grove, Wisconsin, just came on as a new donor, giving a gift of $1,000. Thank you so much, Gene, for that. Appreciate that. And giving online, which means you will get, and you may be already listening to it, a free MP3 with every online gift in any amount, which is an online gift from Father Rocky, How to Have a Wonderful Christmas, 10 Ways to Prepare for the Coming of Christ. It's a brand new MP3, just recorded it in the last couple of weeks. I haven't even listened to it myself, so I need to get on and find out how to have a wonderful Christmas. You can you can get your own copy of it at relevantradio.com or by giving on the Relevant Radio app. If you, the, By the way, both was ways of giving online are easily done, um, and they're very secure. They're 100% secure. No, no need to worry about that. And while while you're on there, why not uh, check out some of the some of the premiums that you get at various giving levels as well? And know that uh, know that when you give your secure gift, if you can give a regular or recurring gift, you can join our Saint Joseph Recurring Gift Society as well. That's always a good thing to do. So have a look at that and see what that's uh, see if that's how the Lord might be nudging you. Well, my friends, we made it. We just passed the $350,000 mark. So grateful for our listeners. Thank you for all that you do. And thank you for keeping us on the air for another three months. Bring Christ to the world through the media at RelevantRadio.com.